Hello. Welcome to What's the Tea? He's R to the Edgy. And she's Nick Jew. Oh, shit. What's going on? Ciao. What isn't going on? My therapist is on vacation this week, so tread lightly. Mine broke up with me. What? Okay, let me restate. I graduated. What did that mean? That's what I said. I was like, oh, I thought I was in this motherfucker for L. This ain't vitamin C, bitch. As we go on, we remember. No. Right. <laughs> she, the last time we talked, she was like, I've just been noticing that our last couple of sessions have been just like check-ins. I'm like, mm-hmm. She's like, I really think that we, we could start the separation. I'm like, separate? Like divide? <laughs> like, n- no, no, thank you. And I instantly got in my feelings and I started to feel like maybe she just doesn't like having me as a patient any longer. And so then I was like, see, this is why, this is why (laughs) I'm fucking spiraling off of this. But then like, I had some time to think about it and she's right. Like life doesn't stop lifing, but I feel like over the past two and a half years, she's given me the tools to like handle the life as it lifes and like so initially I went to her for grief counseling after my father passed and we uncovered a great deal of trauma in my intake appointment and so we've been kind of talking through that in our sessions and I mean for me the scary part is I used to rely heavily on my friends for all of my like relational drama and I have you know no that bitch at work like <laughs> and I and I started to feel like a burden and not that any of y'all ever made me feel like a burden but I just like I have experienced what it is like to have a relationship with somebody where they dump on you all the time and you can't get a word in edgewise and like all you hear about is the shit that they their complaint du jour and so I didn't want to be that with my friends anymore so it was comforting to have somebody who was just like a complete outsider who I could do all that with and not feel like judged or, you know, and I really like my relationships lately without all of my day to day, this, that, and the third. But then I've also heard feedback from people that they've noticed I'm not sharing as much with them. And it's truly not personal. I just had like hired somebody to do that with. Whose job it is. Right. 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 Um, But I do think that there's a healthy balance of me like literally sharing nothing with my friends and then like completely every little detail of everything I'm going through with them. So I did. I considered it and we did have our last session last week and she was like, I've really enjoyed having you as a client. And if your life circumstances change and things develop where you need different tools, then call me. But for the things that you came here for, I think we've accomplished that. That's amazing. Yeah. Then I had a panic attack. (laughs) Well, to be true, panic. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, Category nervous bitch. I'm the bar. (laughs) Anxious superstar. Stress, stress. <laughs> I'm too stressed out for this world. 
Forever, I'm that girl. Oh, jeez. We really are. Y'all, this is not rehearsed. This is not take three. This is actually take one. Like, panic. Yeah, so I am an anxiety superstar. Um, But I think what I really actually need is to just dive into more like polyamory resources and maybe some like peer counseling from some of those folks. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think, I think it's a good thing. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think so too. I am not graduated. Me and my (laughs) therapist are not even at like midterms yet. (laughs) We still doing remedial shit. So it's going, we're going to be here for a while. I mean, I'm sure if I wanted to, I could find another therapist to do what we was doing. But like, she's right. The last couple of sessions, it was like, girl, so then, and then let me tell you what happened. But then let me tell you how I handled it. And how I really knew I have to go somewhere that requires me to get on an airplane for a wedding at the end of this year. And I just booked the flight. Like, just booked it. Like, it was nothing. And old Nicole... That's not how we Correct. that's not how we function. Correct. Like, that's am I gonna be <laughs> am I gonna be nerved the fuck up probably leading up to the flight like the week of? Yes. Am I going to be white knuckling it the entire flight? Also, yes. But did of I course. book that motherfucker? I did. That that you know what that is? Growth. It's growth. It's growth. She's she might be right. Listen. She That's not exciting. Just <laughs> <laughs> no, it feels um, good. What's what's so what's the tea? Um, hit my theme music. Uh, I haven't done my vocal warm up this just yet, so we don't get the Anita Baker version. Um, <laughs> this don't make no goddamn sense. I like it. I like it. First of all, Donald Trump, you ugly bitch. Oh, God. Oh, God. Not you ugly bitch. Ho, which one is it? You took them. You don't have them. They planted the evidence. Or you was making a motion to declassify. Which one is it? Which one is it? And he wasn't even there. He tweeting like they fucking bust in the door waving a fofo. And he was in New York. I mean, you know, she has a very loose relationship with the truth. She's delusional. And she is crazy. But here, but this is the part that don't make no goddamn sense. They was at the CPAC last week oh, or whatever. We haven't gotten to the part that doesn't make any goddamn sense. <laughs> no, this just the, this the A block. Oh my God. <laughs> um... They was at the CPAC with a little banner talking about we are all domestic terrorists. Meanwhile, this nigga's threatening the FBI. Somebody unalived himself via a FBI gunfight. I What I don't understand is, of all the humans on earth to stick uh-huh. behind, you sticking beside this one? Who don't give a fuck about you. He's not smart. He's not cute. His hair's uneven. He looked dusty. He's not even that rich. He don't even like y'all. No. 
the, the, what doesn't make any goddamn sense to me is how the FBI was knocking on Netta and D-Ray in them door, but you couldn't find the motherfuckers that did January 6th. Now it's some of the same motherfuckers who are threatening FBI agencies all over the country. What in the fuck? Do you you do you mean to tell me that if black people did January 6th, first of all, they would all be dead. We would enter discussion. It would have been the January massacre. They would have blew up the Capitol that day. We would be building a new one. Um, Correct. But you just let them all go home and continue plotting treason? Like, when in the history of ever can people get away with what this motherfucker is getting away with? And I know it took four years to catch Richard Nixon or whatever, but, like, Merrick is doing a damn thing. I really appreciate it. I know it takes a lot of evidence to enact a no-knock warrant against a former president. So they must have a lot of evidence. But this don't make no goddamn sense. We are allowing these homegrown terrorists to to terrorize us. What yeah. the fuck is the problem? I mean, you know, and it's also to a thing I appreciate that uh, Attorney General should have been Supreme Court Justice, but I'm gonna let that cook. Um, that he's just doing his job, you know? He's like, I'm not holding press conferences every day. My office ain't going on Twitter talking about what we about to do. You well, he see- can't go on Twitter, the other one. No, I'm talking about Merrick. <laughs> oh, yeah. Merrick is not, he not, he's like, no, I'm doing my, I'm doing my job. I have, a, I have a very, I'm actually, I'm actually too busy to tweet. I'm actually too busy to do press conferences. Um, and I, and I appreciate that because like, this is a kind of regular legal precedent setting that we have never seen before in our nation's history. Mm-hmm. And so he's trying to make sure that all those I's are dotted and all those T's are crossed. And, you know, it's it's a hard job. And I have a tremendous amount of respect for someone who can just go about the duty of their job, like quietly with dignity and like ain't trying to play in the in the mess right and you know like all things work together according to his purpose because merrick Merrick garland didn't get on that supreme court but between him and um what her name tish oh tish james yeah they're gonna get his ass it's going to be and fanny willis fanny willis i don't know her She's the Fulton County DA who's running the- Oh, in Georgia. Mm-hmm. Get get they ass. And, and, you know, the thing is, like, everybody's like, oh, it's this, it's that. Because the really the charge is, is the paperwork shit. It's not, like, the treason and all that. But, like, to me, go with the shit you can prove. Like, the treason shit, there's holes in it, even though it's very obvious. And he's still communicating with and signaling towards those people. Um, it's, the Al- it's the Al Capone thing. Like, they didn't get him Yes. For- they got Al Capone for like tax evasion. So if they get this nigga on stealing documents and boxes, I'll take it. Whatever they need to do to make sure that he cannot run for president again. Did you see what Rain Wilson said? He said, on the last day of shooting The Office, everybody at NBC Universal was making sure that we didn't take a goddamn thing from the, from the fucking television show. That they were on for many, many years. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I mean, I, I'm still on the, like, Darth, 
mm, say conspiracy train, because it actually isn't that far-fetched of an idea to grasp that like he's just trying to fund, he actually doesn't want to be president again. He didn't want to be president the first time. (laughs) No, he's just trying to fundraise to pay back all his debts Mm -hmm. and freedom from tax liability as the president is the best way to do that. And you have, sadly, millions of tens of millions of people who are willing to give them, give him their last dollar, which is so sad and embarrassing, but here we are. This country is a shithole. The trailer park. Truly. Absolutely. (sighs) Um... Anything interesting happening that's newsworthy to you? No. Uh, we belong together, and you know that I'm right. I'm playing a little into the road in the background for you. I, I know. That's why I, I know, like. I know you don't want to wait till the hey boo section. We can talk about it right now. I. <laughs> The way that I didn't even think about what you were talking about, the way that I had fully blocked that out of my mind. Said we be forever. The way, okay. Said it never dies. Okay, you have to stop. I'm going to end the recording again on on purpose this time. Um, So I was playing tennis with my friend Phoenix. uh, Hey, Phoenix. Last Tuesday, I guess. Um. And we've been friends for a very long time, and we always joke that he's the Venus to my Serena. Um, and uh, I like took my phone off the tripod because I like record us playing, and I saw that I had like three hundred text messages. Jesus! I was, like, I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" Um, and there was one group chat that had like one hundred and seventeen messages, and I was like, "Okay, they're going dummy." And then a bunch of like, cause I have, cause I'm a nigga. And so my iPhone is on privacy. So like, if all the time, if my phone is locked, you can't see what the the content of the text message is, but I unlocked it. And it was a bunch of like, are you okay? I'm so sorry. And I was like, did my HIV results get leaked? Bye. I'm like, I've been on Truvada for a very long time. I was about to say, aren't you, on, aren't you on Truvada by prep? And I have not done anything that would uh, alter my seroconversion status. So, like, what the fuck is y'all talking about? Right. And then I, like, kept scrolling and I saw, like, a TMZ alert and an ESPN alert and a whatever. And I was like, and my knees literally buckled. I, like, I, I hit a wall slide and there was no wall. I just fell. Did you think she had gone home to see Jesus? No, no. Oh, okay. I mean, I saw I saw the alert that said she was retiring from tennis. Oh, okay. Um, and and I was like, oh, okay. Really sad that I'm not going to go to the U.S. Open this year. Cool, cool, cool. Um, and then I got back to um my place where I'm staying here, and I just like sat on the floor and cried for like ten minutes. I mean, you've been calling her a former athlete for like a year. I know, but I talk shit because I care. <laughs> um, words, but also I, words have meanings. 
No, they don't. I was talking shit. I didn't. I didn't realize it. I was just being caught. I was just being casually hurtful. I didn't mm-hmm. really. You see, you see, words are spells. <laughs> see, this is what I learned. This is what I get for hanging around in Pennsylvania Davises for too long, oh. talking shit, <laughs> thinking that words ain't got no motherfucking consequences. Uh, <laughs> Unique. Category. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> like three people know what we're talking about, and I would like to keep it that way. Let's keep going. Absolutely. Uh, um, but no, I'm I I I could I knew last year at the Australian Open when she like had that in, in the semifinals with Osaka and she cried. Um, I knew that she didn't have long. Um, and it's also like, it's like, you know, Nick Kyrgios, who is kind of a toxic piece of shit, but talented and whatever. He was explaining to people when he, you know, finally fulfilled some of his promise and made the finals of Wimbledon a month ago. He was like, tennis is hard. You have to travel 10 months out of the year. And like, you know, for him, home is Australia. So tennis is only in his home country for like six weeks. The rest Mm. of the year, he's got to be on the road, you know. And for Serena, like there's two tournaments back to back in the US in March. And then like, the like six weeks leading up to the U.S. Open, but the rest of the season is all over the place. And right. she has a child that's going to be five next month. I I know that she she said. I mean, I don't know because we didn't talk, but like in that documentary, she said she wanted more kids, and the pregnancy wasn't high risk, but the delivery was very dangerous. And mm-hmm. I didn't read the article. I don't think I'll ever be able to. Maybe maybe like in a year I'll be able to read the article I will be buying the magazine obviously um but you know she was like I would love to be a Tom Brady or even a Roger Federer or a Novak Djokovic who can like have 511 faux five kids and their wives are just like you know taking care of the like biological needs of the child while they're going about doing their work but like right which is not the case no, there was one scene in the documentary where she like literally had a nursing bra on and had to take it off to go put her sports bra on to go play a, a tournament. Like that's, you know, and she's tired and she's been doing this shit for m- most of her life and she's got a VC firm and they're doing like really great work and she can still continue to have an impact without putting her body through all that crazy stress and like injuries. And I totally get it. Um, it's so funny. My, I was texting uh, someone I know from work about just how sad. And I think I'm going to get through the sentence and not cry, but we'll see. Um, and he was like, part of me wants to go to the U S open um, to see, you know, her final tournament, but also part of me, wants to like, okay, no, I need to, sorry. Um, Wants to say goodbye to her the way that I was introduced her to her as like 
a little boy in my room alone. Yeah. Like she was, she's, she's a superhero. And it was, it was so nice to hear, to read what Alexis said. He was like, he said something to the effect of like for the past five years, I've um, seen how much my wife means to all of you. But like, I don't think I could ever have grasped like the way that she changed the world. Um, yeah, I, it's, tennis is not going to be the same without her. Like, I, I can't even think of, I mean, the most high profile, like retirement of this kind, it, it, it feels Kobe-esque. It feels mj Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And like, you know, we all want to see our faves go out on top and she's not been playing great tennis consistently so no I mean, she hasn't been healthy like she, right when she injured her achilles in two in 2020 at the like in the middle of that match i was like oh that's gonna take a while to recover from and then when she had that she tore her hamstring at wimbledon right i was like that's gonna take a while to recover from it just takes longer and and also i and i and i don't think there's anything wrong with this like she wants to be a mom Right. She's not trying to be in the gym from eight to twelve on the court from twelve thirty to five thirty and then like doing other shit. Like she wants to play with her kids. She wants to live a life. Like I'm not how, mad. how old is Serena? She will be forty one in September. Yeah. She wants more babies. It is it is time. The clock is ticking. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I mean, now she could be like her friend Kimberly and get a surrogate, but she ain't want right. to do that. Right. Well, we're seeing round three, so fingers crossed that she makes it that far. (laughs) No shade. No, no, no. But like, but she was supposed to play her first round match at the um, Cincinnati Open yesterday, Um, but they pushed it back a day because you know she's like got an injury and she's just trying to take care of her body. And so, I mean, she is even in that match that she lost at Wimbledon, like it came down to like a, 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 a point here or there. Right. So it's not like she's getting her ass beat by like, right. you know, me. Um, right. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, it's, it's really, and also too, and it's been the case for at least 10 years that a win over Serena Williams is worth millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So you got these people out here literally taking drugs, mm-hmm. literally doping mm-hmm. just to just to beat Serena Williams. So I get it. People are playing their hardest. And, you know, she's like, child, I want to go to bed. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm tired. Um, so I will definitely cry. Um, right. A, a lot. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm excited to see her, you know, in retirement. Like, does she coach? Is she like, what's her philanthropy no. situation? Like, you don't think so? No, it's not her gig. <laughs> no, I don't think she's in a coach. I mean, I think, you know, I think she's going to continue with her VC firm. I think she's going to, uh, I think she'll probably take a board role at Nike, probably. Yeah. Um, but, you know, she ain't coaching nobody. Yeah, like a tennis school or something like that. Like, I'm I'm interested to see where her give back is like. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, 
Or she could just be like, I'm done, which is totally fair. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like, I mean, she said she didn't want to retire, you know? Right. Like right. Choosing between wanting to have more children and continuing to play a sport. And you don't want to see nobody go outside. So, like, on her own terms, you know. Yeah. Speaking of fabulous, wonderful Black women that we love, still in heavy rotation with Renee. (laughs) Oh, I'm confused. Is there other music that exists? Right. People have tried to pull me away from Renee, but it's it's not been, um, it haven't lasted very long. So my favorite thing is the people who will, who are holding on for dear life with that French pronunciation. And they're really trying to make us regular people say Renaissance or Renaissance or whatever. Like maybe it's Renaissance. You ain't finna. It's Renaissance. We're not finna do all that. Okay, so album's been out for a bit. What are our favorite tracks? I still, it switches. Uh, yes, it's still heated. Heated is heated was one of my first faves because I'm not really at the place where I'm going to the album just picking out tracks yet. Sometimes I will just play Alien Superstar oh, I because I just I need can't to. Do that yet. But I am still like, but I've noticed that like. I don't get the back end of the album as much, but I remember like really liking Heated um, the first playthrough. All Up In Your Mind is growing on me. I don't care for it because it sounds like Friday, Saturday, Sunday influence. That took me a second. And I don't really fool with his music like that. Um, That took me too long. I have to be in the right mood for Pure Honey. A little bit of me wishes it was two oh. tracks. Well, yes. If I'm feeling my, like, C-U-N-T, my charisma, unique nerve and talent, I'm all about the Pure Honey. It should cost a billion to look, look, to look this good. Cunty, 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 cunty. Okay. Yes. Um, I do wish it was two separate tracks because sometimes I just want one or the other, but I fuck with it. Um... America Has a Problem is a sleeper for me that I'm just now really, but for me, it's it's Summer Renaissance, it's Church Girl, it's Plastic oh. Off the Sofa, and Baby. Cuff It. And also, actually, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. And Cuff It on the clean cut, I love it just as much. So the intentionality with which she created the clean version is not just like, edited of her not cussing there's like whole different versions of the song so the clean version of cuff it is um roll up instead of fuck up oh i'm i'm in the mood to roll something up we gonna roll up tonight yeah it's a it's cute it's a little weed anthem without the cussing um and i think i wish she would have done one of each on the explicit because i could have done fuck up and roll up in the same song um yeah i for me it's the like virgo's groove virgo's groove was another one of my first faves into move baby in 
that I'm just like, oh, I, oh, 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 I can't breathe. I, I, yeah. Fan yeah. me, I'm fine. Hot, hot, hot. <laughs> it's very like, um, it was, it's a good like affirmation mantra situation. There's just Correct. so much of it that if I'm just pumping down the street and I don't pump, I'm knock kneed and pigeon toed. But with this on in my ears, you can't tell me not no, one I'm not thing. Shea Coulee listen, in front of Naomi Campbell. Listen, I'm not Dita Ritz doing the this will be lip sync in front of uh Miss Natalie Coe. Like you you won't tell because me it's not tens across the board. The way the way my whole gate switches up when Alien Superstar comes on. Baby, baby. I just be like listen. Going in. In. And you know, I used to always do that thing, I'm sure you did too, where you're like listening to a song and you like put yourself in the music video. Oh yes, 100,000%, yes, yes. And I'm I'm doing the show right now with like actual dancers who yeah. do things with their bodies that I've just like, I just stand in awe of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but when I'm walking down the street and Alien Superstars coming on, I'm, I'm boking it down. Listen. They have uh, Jay Z is credited as a writer on that, and so the funny thing is just everybody being like, you know, Jay Z hit that unicorn. It's like you, <laughs> you know that Sean. It does, it right? Does kinda fit his kind of pattern. That's Sean all day. Um, I just I'm really loving it, and it's like, if I can confess, I. I didn't really love Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. I revisited it oh, after like, our. If you can confess what? No, I revisited it after our conversation in the group chat, and I think like as a project, it is a great project. And he mm-hmm. is doing some motherfucking rapping, and as like a concept, I feel his growth and like. But I just don't think that there are a lot of songs on there that he's gonna perform. A. Um, and a lot of them don't have a lot of replay value for me. And I think that like, because of the way that I consume music, I prefer to listen to a whole album. And if there are four or five songs on the album that I like, I'm still less likely to come back to that project. So I did revisit it. And it's not that I was disappointed by it, but it does feel really good to have an artist that you love put out a project that you fuck with from end to end. Like I could yeah, put on I, Mr. Morale as like background music, like if I'm cleaning or whatever, but like in the car, these are my jams. I can't stop listening to it. I haven't been able to listen to nothing else since it came out. That's renaissance for me. Truly. And and I I just can't listen to We Cry Together ever again. Mm-hmm. Um, but like um, Purple Hearts, I love that song. There's a couple on there that I'm like, oh, this is my jam. But like, it's, you know, we were talking about, um, what is it? The one that I rated my lowest before this one. Oh, I don't, not damn. No, damn is up near, nearly to the top for me. Hold on. Um, To Pimp a Butterfly. Another project so crazy because that is my favorite album i love the project okay but like 
do I be like, let me um cut on to pimp a butterfly? Not really. If I'm going back to something, it's either damn or good kid Mad City or Section 80 or Untitled Unmastered. Like there's some like King Kunta is my motherfucking jam, but like it's a great album. If I was I going you, on like I know you hate you. You hate that song. Yes, I do. I know you do. It's not that I hate it. It's just like, it's a lot. It's a lot for me on an album when I'm trying to check my ass or head nod or whatever. Um, but like, if I'm going on a walk or I need something to get me through a 45 minute workout, sure. But if I'm like trying to jam or whatever, it's damn, it's it's definitely Good Kid Mad City. Um, but I don't think he has missed on a project and until this one for me. It's a miss for me, but I do appreciate it as a work of art. It's just not what I want. Like, cause there was a lot of, yeah, it was a lot of anticipation. It had been a while since he gave us new music and it wasn't, it was like, it was what I expected because of his headspace and how introspective he's been or whatever. I was very happy that it was, uh, not as hotepy as I had anticipated it to be. I thought it was going to be something I couldn't fuck with at all. And it may grow on, on me over time, but it's not like, it's definitely my least favorite of his. But that's like saying fucking, right? you know, my least favorite of my favorite. That's like, you don't really fuck with the country bluegrass John Mayer. Me neither. But it's not a right. terrible album. It's just not for me. Right. Totally. Totally. Um, yeah, I don't, so, okay, trying to put on your tinfoil conspiracy theory hat. So the streets have been talking that there's something happening on the 20th. Do you think that the videos are coming out on the 20th? Or do you think there is another album coming on the 20th? Oh, the what is the title of part two? Evolution. Someone sent me a, a TikTok, and I, because um, I know originally when we spoke about this, you were pretty confident that we were getting three albums. I still am. Yeah, I think that we're probably one of them is probably going to be like a remixes project. Um, do uh, I think we're getting three full albums of brand new music? Maybe it's Beyonce. I, mean, I would not be surprised. A three, she called it a three act project. I would not be surprised if the second act was the visuals with like a new song or a remix thrown in. Cause you know, she got to put Sean on some shit. He probably gonna be on Cuff It. Well, it's also too, someone said, oh, see, that's why I shouldn't be on Reddit. Um, yeah. People think that Act 2 and Act 3 are going to be two more albums. I would not be surprised. Because I would not be surprised. My prediction is one of them is going to be a remixes album, though. Okay. I only because she gave that. us that remix of, of Break My Soul. I think there's more she to come. She gave us so many remixes of Break My Soul. <laughs> yes. Um, ooh la la. <laughs> ooh la la. Helen Falasade Adu. Grace Jones. We love you. Grace Jones. (laughs) Um, I, because also, 
there are other producers that are like that have been apparently in the lab on this project mm. that were not on Renaissance. I'm saying. I would not be surprised if it was three whole albums, but my prediction is like a remix album and maybe the visuals project, but you know, I wouldn't put nothing past Giselle. I'm just so excited for the 20th. And I know everyone wants a tour, but I keep seeing videos of just like clubs playing the album and I want to go to one one of those. I also, someone was like, her next tour is going to have to be four hours long because right. there are no skips on the album. Right. She has to do the whole album, but she can't not do the other shit we come to see her do. Correct. Like, like I'm surprised she didn't away. tour Homecoming. I think she was tired. Me too, bitch. <laughs> Wait. She didn't? Like a tour of the show that she put on at Coachella. That would have been dope. I probably think that set was too expensive to travel. It was just risers. No, but like it was in a the people go up and down. The people, yeah. And that cherry picker to go over the thing. She pink be flying through the audience. Uh yeah, you're right. Well, also because that stage too, like this, like the way that the stage had to be built out so that she could walk. Yeah, I mean, you could do some some alterations. We know how yeah. to pick up a set and put it on the tour bus, honey. We sure do. I mean, Shakespeare taught us you could just move uh, that shit across the river. Look, look. The more you know. Look, uh, you want to talk about these fuck boys on the island? I. I need prayer because okay spoiler alert we are gonna spoil the fuck out of f-boy island it's done it's over it's over with watch it don't watch it there was a little twist at the end and i give the twist the finger i oh, thought it was stupid oh, it was very stupid it was a waste of fucking time correct and i don't know that they did it from the beginning it felt contrived to make like an ending pop off like i don't know that they brought her there with the intention on doing what she did no i agree no well maybe i don't know i don't think so it just felt contrived first of all mia girl don't talk about megan like that she do look like megan pete she sent home all the nice guys every one of her men that was left was a fuck boy thankfully it worked out for her what do you think about the so same premise three women 36 32 some number of men in the 30s um but then they brought two and a half dudes back yeah peter came back and what was his name? CJ? That was the girl name. I wanted to call him Connor. Oh, they're, no, they're, the, they're both named CJ. Was it? But his name, yeah. but he didn't go by CJ on the show. He went by his, whatever his name was. Or was it CJ? Because the girl he was dating was CJ in the first season, right? Yeah. You know, I don't know these children. But he was coming back as a nice guy. Because he basically left the last season as a nice guy. 
Yeah. Oh, wait, is CJ still with Jared? Oh. Oh, they are no longer together. <laughs> surprise, surprise. <laughs> yeah, I also didn't think that he was a nice guy. I will say that, like, Nikki Glazer is so good as the host of this show. Casey. Like, she, Casey. Casey, yeah. She just is really great. But I tried to watch her stand up in like 30 seconds in. I was like, oh, I'm not doing this. <laughs> she understands the tone of the show really well. And she's yeah, like, so yeah. Silly. It still bothers me that the show is called F Boy and they say F Boy a thousand million times, but they say all the other cuss words, including fuck. Correct. I don't like it. Um, oh yeah, Casey. So sweet. Um, so Mia sent home all the nice guys and she was left with F boys, including there was no shade. Um, I'm not gonna there was someone with a very um if you were in the diaspora, you will understand what this uh, body marking is. Um, as soon as I saw him, even though he was kind of given square personality-wise, I was like, oh, he's a fuckboy. The one that they were all like hella shocked. Was it, What was his name? He looked like he had a Jerry girl back in the day. There's always also like a couple of dudes that I'm like, oh, he gay. Um, but one of them did kind of come out as bi during the Mento all. Ooh. I forget his little name, but he told Mercedes he was attracted to him. Oh, Tomash, he was bullshitting. You think so? I thought he yeah. was giving us a little I'm pansexual tease. No, no. I it was the other black dude that I was like, oh, he gay. I, I think he had braids. The acting is so bad. It's like really they're bad. They're scraping the bottom of the barrel. It's the really bottom. bad. I just think that the whole premise of the show is like, mwah. I just think that the execution is terrible because I don't care about them girls. No. And they don't care about themselves. <laughs> right. The fact that Joe dumbass kept sending the nice guys. Not, but that's the thing. The show is like, we're going to put the most toxic F boys who are like literally trying to get the girls to fall for them so they could win the money. And we're going to put the most boring nice guy. He's <laughs> like, who would pick this nigga? He's very boring. I mean, Benedict was not boring. Benedict was, I thought Benedict was a fuck boy because he was a comedian. Correct. And I said what I said. <laughs> oh yeah. What did you say? <laughs> I thought he was a fuck boy because he's a comedian. <laughs> Is that all you said about Benedict? That's and I said what I, I I didn't think he was cute on the show, but then like when you showed me that picture on his Instagram, I thought he was like a light skinned black dude. I'm like, oh, you sure but did. And I was like, that well, is on the show, he really man. didn't do it for me like that. I wasn't really attracted to like any of these men, which is fine. I'm you know 20 years older than all them. No, you're not. I'm pretty sure like. What was his name? The Staten Island dude who I'm certain is racist that was in uh, Mia's top two. He looked like he was like, about 37. He was like 38, Danny. Yeah. And then he got he was, mad when she didn't pick him. He's like, and he was like, now I'm a fuckboy again. He sounds like a white ally. Like, as soon as you say something to them to like adjust their wig, they like yank their allyship back. Like, okay, bye. Right. 
Also, wh- why, when she was having a panic attack, why was he allowed to be over there with the doctors? Right. Like, could you move? Sir, are you a medical professional? Then, like, get the <laughs> Right. We, we over here is saving lives. What are you doing, girl? We, we got this. We got this. We got yeah. this. Um, so, Mia picked, she, and, and I think. Oh, Rocket you know, Peter. I think they probably, as part of the casting process, asked them which guys they had a crush on from last season. And she said she Peter. Said she was Peter. she was in love with her some damn Peter. Once Peter showed up, it was no way. Even if he was like, I hate black people. I hate women. Like, overturn row. I hate that shit. Like, she would have picked Peter. <laughs> she was in for Peter. She, and she got Peter. Um, and Peter was a fuckboy, but, but he with the money. Yeah. So the twist was they supposedly brought in this old pink hair flamingo looking ass bitch to be a fuck girl, I guess. And so she played I'm, Casey. Y'all can't see, but I'm slumped over. <laughs> so she played Casey and took the money herself. So like Nikki, this is why I think it was some... Okie doke, because Nikki came in like the night before the last selection and was like, here's the twist. No, the night of. The night of. Like, here's the twist. If you want to take the money yourself and don't choose any of them, that's what you can do. And so old girl did that, but they tried to do a little montage at the end. Like, she came there as a fuck girl. I know the titties are so beautiful, but I was literally tired of seeing hers. I'm like, you know. Put your shirt on. I didn't really think that she was. Same. Same. Super same. Louise was pretty. I liked, I appreciated that she was definitely only there for black men, but we weren't getting. Is that Iggy's government name? I thought it was. (laughs) I was just about to say, but she wasn't giving us any Iggy Azalea. Like she didn't have a little accent. She wasn't trying to be like. She did at points. Here, here and there, here and there. Yeah. But for the most part. I felt like she tried to stay in her lane as much as possible. I mean, like if she raps along to nigga, I would not be surprised. When I, there was one thing she said and I was like, ooh, excuse me. (laughs) When she told one of the black nice guys, she was like, I just need to see more of your alpha side. And I was like, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm ma'am, it's giving racist. It's giving Mm -hmm. slavery. It's giving fetishization. It's giving race play. But isn't it always or usually? Uh, Speaking of the Bachelorette, girl. uh, So they finally decided not to let these dudes play them and it basically ended up being kind of like f-boy island where they are only choosing their men so if you don't accept the rose from the woman who gives it to you you have to go whereas before it was kind of like a free-for-all so they split the dudes a couple of weeks ago everybody's dating their own guy Rachel got her mask cracked several times because she tried to give out roses and they was like, I'm actually here for the other girl. Yeah, I feel like the producers should be in jail because they set this girl up. Like, it's not fair. It's not right. It's fucking terrorism, emotional terrorism. It's not okay. But now they've got that shit straightened, or so we think. Logan is like, I really thought that I was here for Rachel, but I'm kind of feeling Gabby. 
And so he tells Rachel after she's given him a rose that he had more of a connection with Gabby. So she was like, okay, I mean, like, whatever. And then she cries, like, I'm ugly. No one likes me. Why am I here? I'm never going to find love. Like, girls, like six dudes who really like your ass. I understand the rejection on television is tough, but you will literally be fine. Um, So then he goes over and talks to Gabby and Gabby is like, well, you were our only crossover. Like the only one that we both were kind of feeling was you. So Gabby let him come on dates, whatever, whatever. So this last week they're in Amsterdam, I think it's the week before hometowns. So they're really trying to like get it dialed in or whatever. And so Gabby takes this dude on a date and before the date even starts, She's like crying, crying, crying. It's not you. It's me. He has a daughter and she's just like, I don't think I'm ready to be a mom. And I'm scared that I would be a bad mother, blah, blah, blah. So they're like crying for hours and hours and she sends him home. They have had the fewest rose ceremonies in the history of Bachelor history because these girls are steady crying, throwing up, passing out and just not being able to have a rose ceremony like how do you not a rose ceremony the um cocktail party like how do you expect to get to know these dudes if you keep canceling the fucking cocktail party so the dudes are staying like on a ship what in the middle of the ocean somewhere it's a virgin cruise liner um but they stay like in different parts so they're totally segregated like the gabby dudes are over here the rachel dudes are over here i think her name rachel i keep saying it it makes sense to me i don't know okay um so logan was sick and so they canceled the rose ceremony sounds like covid but they don't want to say it oh uh so the fucking the rose ceremony i keep saying that the cocktail party so the the cocktail cocktail party party before the rose ceremony before they decide who's coming to hometowns was canceled so now they're down to like their final five and they've missed like four fucking cocktail parties (laughs) What are they supposed to do? Ciao. I don't know. I think it's a terrible idea to have two bachelorettes. They just wanted the drama. And the girls are so different that they knew what the fuck they was doing. Like, you know, I think it's weird. They're not actually friends. They just made friends in Colton's season. But they were ultimately, you know, kind of adversaries a little bit. And it feels to me like Gabby is like, I'm the bachelorette. And it's nice to have Rachel here, basically. Yeah. But I'm here for the mess. I mean, you're not emotionally invested in any of the... No. You said no. (laughs) No, it's just a television show for me. That usually changes for me, though. Like, this upcoming week, like, hometowns, if I start to have a feeling, it'll be this week. But then they always pick the wrong motherfucking dude, so I've, I've learned not to hold on too tightly. Damn, damn, damn. I mean... Like Michelle, I was just about to say, I told her to pick Nate. Why you pick Not him? With the Y in his name, like it don't even. With the dangly earrings, girl. Yeah. Toxic. It's oh, toxic. really? Is the dangly earring? Oh, I don't I know. Like, I don't I know. Mean, <laughs> I am in this because I think everyone is toxic. So. I mean, everyone is toxic. It's the first lesson of Fight Club. I thought. First rule of fight club is there is no such thing as fight club. See, I'm toxic. <laughs> I, I to fight club. Um, hey, boo. 
I'm too classy for this. Okay, I have a hey boot and a hey jigaboo. So first of all, hey jigaboo to um, what her name is, the little boy on the team in San Diego, Fernando uh, Tatis. This motherfucker, this motherfucker got suspended for like 60, 80 games for uh, testing positive for PED. He said. No, he said he had a um oh yeah, his father haircut. Oh, this is new. This is new news. Fernando Tati's father blames haircut for shortstop's positive ped test. What in the fuck? New York Post. Somebody said, I want y'all niggas lying on me that that, that hard. Um, they said they sprayed that on his neck after he got his haircut. Yeah. My God. But, um... No, he said he had ringworm. And he took the thing. Listen, I'm on team Bring Back the Juice. I miss the steroid era of baseball. You do? Yeah, man. The Bash Brothers. Like, I, I'm one. I'm a Barry Bonds truther. I know he did bad shit, but he should be in the Hall of Fame. Fuck the asterisk. Correct. Um, Correct. But I, I really like this young man. He has so much potential. He's like part of the reason that I'm like, oh, uh, when the A's move to Vegas, I might just jump on the fucking the Padres bandwagon, but then he got into like a motorcycle accident. I'm like, oh, he's stupid. Well, that's unfortunate. And now this. That's unfortunate. 80 games in the grand scheme of baseball, it ain't that much, but it's a fucking lot. Like, it's a fucking that's lot. That's a lot. That's a lot of games. It's a lot. How many um, games in season? I think it's like a hundred and, oh God, I should know this. How many games Oh, let me use this new tool. Hey Siri, how many games in the baseball season? Look at you. There are 15 MLB games today. No, the Padres girl. face the Marlins at 6.40 p.m. The Phillies battle the Reds. At... No, that is not what I want <laughs> yes, to know. Yes, See, this is why black, I don't like Siri. The black Siri voice. Yes. <laughs> He's a nigga. Sure, sure. <laughs> 162. Okay. So it's half. That's a lot. I mean, he gonna play, he gonna play as much as Kyrie did. Wow. <laughs> um, but my hey boo goes out to Juan Soto, formerly of the Washington Natural Nationals, who was like, no deal, fuck y'all. So the baby 23-year-old have got sent right on over to san diego i thought it was about to get it popping over there but then he fucking tati's got suspended so you know the the padres are gonna tank they usually do they start out always so promising they're such a fun young team to watch i love their uniforms now that they've gone back to the brown um but yeah my hey boo is for juan soto for getting the deal that he wanted listen Nationals fans, I understand what it's like. Your team cannot keep no good players. You always have a young and exciting squad that does really well, and then you shit the bed and everybody goes away. In our case, it's because we can't afford to pay people. I don't know what the fuck the problem is in D.C., but hey, boo, Juan Soto, get, get, the, get the bag. Like get money, bitch. Yeah, always. Um, so... Uh, and he got like three baby mamas... Uh, Sorry, three babies, two baby mamas, allegedly. So he need the money. 
No comment. Hey, Blue Childish Bambino. No comment. Um, <laughs> yeah, I I think I'm going to be feeling this loss for a long time. Um, sure. But, um, you know, I... She's she's every she's everything, and tennis will not be the same. Um, I secretly suspect that Venus is also going to be like, yeah, yeah, I'm out, peace. I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> me too. I was hanging around for her, but uh, <laughs> same. Bye, y'all. Right, same. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, the the one, the only, the original, Serena Jamika, the original William. Um, what are these people talking about on Twitter? Uh, so this woman who has since turned off the replies on this tweet, so hopefully there's still some good quotes. Um, she is by my glance, a what woman. Oh Lord. Um, but she have her titties out a lot and filters and stuff, so I'm sure she has switched up her media since she got drug. Uh, her at name is I Come You Leave. Oh, oh, you're just, okay. Some of y'all 28 to 32 and look 50 to 60. It's really wild. I'm 36 and people think I'm fucking 24. She, I, I don't even know what you're talking about and she should stop. She Bitch, you better be joking. Bitch, you better be joking. That's the first response I know the tweet. (laughs) Uh, So she says she's 24. Somebody said, plus what, beloved? Beloved always takes me down, and it's so so embarrassing. The tweet says, 24 with exclamation marks and question mark. This is the video. Oh. Who are these niggas? <laughs> oh, I cried last one. <laughs> 24. Oh, I, uh, oh, I got to talk about the Breakfast Club for sure before we leave. Um, um, somebody said, I would have never guessed you're 36. And somebody underneath said, that's because she got the numbers backwards. Oh. You look like the <laughs> You look like the lady who threw Matilda through the field. Not Miss Trunchbull. You really think someone would do that? Just go on the internet and tell lies? You really think someone would do that? Oh my God. They probably meant you look like you got 24 hours left. Uh, uh. 24 hours in a day? These are the ones that take me down. Now, sis. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you ooped this one for everybody. Now you got to live with them results, fam. Yeah. 24, where? Oh. I would have thought you were 42. I'm 29 with a bald head. No one ever thought you was 24, even when you was 24. Okay, look, that's her. I'm sorry, what? The bags under under your eyes scream 58. 
Yeah, she twenty four. Where twenty four? In dog years. Oh, that's mean. Twenty four, sweetie. People are lying to you. Correct. Nah, you look forty five. On God. <laughs> on God. <laughs> Mamas, you look like you're melting. She probably 65 knowing white people age like dogs. Okay, that's not right. Okay, let me go to the quotes because you know <laughs> the quote. I'm so scared. <laughs> Lord says the 52 year old. No. Fucking 24 or what? People? <laughs> because I know it ain't years. Oh my God. Bless your heart. <laughs> You look closer to 60 than you do 24, ma'am. Not ma'am. Girl, I... (laughs) (laughs) Who said that? (laughs) (laughs) Um, You trolling? Oh no, not you trolling. Here goes another video. God, I just wanted God to forgive me for what I was going to say. I ain't going to say it, though. Oh, no. Uh... You look every... <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to spit on my fucking phone. You look every second of 43. <laughs> Not every second. As an almost old nigga that actually gets these compliments, I'm offended. This confirms that chicks still don't realize men will tell you anything to fuck. Looking like an albino slimer from Ghostbusters. Who are you going to call looking ass? <laughs> oh. Not who you going to call looking ass. Yo, there's a murder going on in the comments now disabled and retweets. People, people think you're 24. Who is on crack? <laughs> wow. Oh no, me and DMs pretending you're 24 to see those gigantic, huge, jiggly, juicy, whopping melons. Black men, please no. Okay, don't do it, Seely. She's not attractive. I'll just say that. Oh. Oh no. <laughs> she said I lied to myself too. <laughs> uh no ma'am, this isn't your ministry. No. You definitely don't look 36. I dead ass thought you were like 44 to be honest. Baby, I'm 44. <laughs> and you don't look it. In milk years? Cause I'm confused. Not in milk years. Now, Miss Mamas. Miss <laughs> 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 Mamas hurts my feelings. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that's it, though. Be well on Twitter. Um, what were you going to say about the friends? 
<clears throat> oh yeah, so Angela Yee, who's about as deep as a puddle, God bless her. I wish her all the success in the world. She put out a tweet that said, the breakfast club as you know it will be changing. And so Twitter started partying, partying like the breakfast club is going to be over. And I was like, she's not like a fucking Rhodes Scholar, but she's not stupid. She chose those words very carefully. And so the next day she announced that she was leaving the show, which like, yeah. I feel like for anybody who found any modicum of entertainment value in that show, she was the only living sentient being who could like read and prepared for the interview. So now that she's gone, I don't know what the fuck they're going to be doing over there, but uh, bon, voy- bon voyage, must, much success to her. And hopefully this will be the beginning of getting that fucking trash off the airwaves forever. Yeah, I... I try very hard to be like, I'm rooting for everybody black. Um, I mean, she's biracial. No, so I mean, you could root I'm half of show. her. Like, oh. <laughs> um, like, no, some, some units is stupid. Clearly, the show was made for, you know, for a black audience. And I'm just like, okay, what, what are, I mean, now, you know, we ain't. Well, someone is keeping them on the air. Of course, people are listening, so. And I think it's that the same people who are listening to terrestrial radio are also listening to certain podcasts and whatever. And it's not for me, but there was a time when you could not do a thumb roll on Twitter and not see a clip from The Breakfast Club. I mean, so like, you're pulling an do they pool, have... Like- Right. Like, do they have their place in the cultural pantheon? Sure. I hate the fact that politicians thought that they were a key stop for Black voters, and maybe they were for some people, but just on the whole, it was like, for me, when I even just stopped watching the clips, was when they did that shit to, um, what's her name? Yes. Like, that was fucking disgusting to me. Like, they asked her about her genitalia. They sat up in that woman's face and, like, played nice and then allowed that tiny disgusting filthy shit stain of a human to to threaten violence against trans people the very next day on the show yeah and i and i i will say i i have always believed that ignorance is not a bad word um yeah and no. i think that obviously if i'm offering them a ton of grace which they may not deserve i think what they were trying what they could have been credibly accused of being trying of like trying to do is like bring awareness and having difficult conversations and and to that end i'm like oh it could have been something productive useful meaningful groundbreaking change you know like game changing and kudos to janet for even having the courage to even go there but what they right. followed up with that shit was so foul yeah. And you know, everything doesn't have to be groundbreaking or movement or community building. Like some shit can just be entertainment, but it doesn't also have to be harmful. Like you have such a wide audience, just a little bit of education, a little bit of tolerance, a little bit of like community building with our 
LGBTQ brothers and sisters. Instead, they have fucking what her name is, Monroe, whatever, who's basically the Candace Owens of trans women who will come on there and validate every hateful transphobic thing that they've said or done. I don't know who that is, and I'm so happy to not know who that is. I can't think of her actual name, but you know, it's she's a quote unquote comedian. She's a black trans woman, but she's literally the Candace Owens of black trans women. She she goes on those shows to like make cis had men feel comfortable in their transphobia. Ugh, ugh, self hate is real. And it's super gross. All right, bitches. Um, I've been watching Canada's Drag Race. I've been watching Drag Race Down Under. I know that you are, are you also very busy right now. Celebrity Drag Race. No, I'm not watching that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no. Well, the wigs will need to be capped. Yeah, we'll probably give us a couple of weeks on that. Somebody has a show that they're opening, but after that, we can do a little catch up. We may not go episode by episode, but I feel like Canada is worth it oh, for no, that. 100%. Um, but I think that down under, we could do a little yeah. mid season and then final recap on that. Yeah, I really do like a lot of these queens on on Canada. I would say that it's like season three wigs. If you if you know what I mean, but the talent is there. The lip syncs have been giving. I do really enjoy so many of these queens. So we'll see. The The makeup's giving. It's giving. Okay. It's just some of the wigs have been. There's not a, it seems like a, not a good wig stress up there for everybody. James Mansfield ain't up there. Right. Serena Cha-Cha. But Jada Shada Hudson, I love me some Jada Shada Hudson. Oh my God, the names alone. Lady Boom Boom, Bombay. Oh, you, I know how you love Bombay, Jesus. I love Bombay. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Okay. She's no Priyanka, but we do love Bombay. I mean, nobody's Priyanka. Bombay is uh, also an Indian queen, but she has like an accent. She's so fucking adorable. Aww. Okay. Let me get in, shit. Yeah, get on in. Um, well, Saints and Aints, this is the, the day that the Lord has made. But it's not the day for you to try it. Bye. Bye. <laughs>